All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Get on the grid. Game time decisions. Red heat and rage has that begun. I'm Marenzi. We're throwing it down here in Studio 34, but you already know that. And uh, you know it's Football Friday. The National Football League season is done, but we're not done. The XFL kicks off. XFL 2.0, and I'm old enough to remember he hate me. I'm old enough to remember winning money on Tommy Maddox and the Los Angeles Extreme. And, uh, of course, um, the X uh, in XFL, as Homer Simpson uh, stated, is for extreme. So the extreme uh, football league, although I, I don't really think it is extreme. I think it just, it's like that movie. Uh, when, when, what's the movie with, uh, what's the guy there? Jonah Hill. The movie about the dudes that sell the guns. And uh, Buddy asked him in the room, what does IBF stand for? Whatever. He goes, I don't know. It doesn't stand for anything. It just sounds good. He goes, it's like IBM. It doesn't mean anything. And Buddy, but he goes, yeah, it does. Uh, that's, that's actually a good movie. What's that called? War Dogs? Uh, whatever the hell it is. All right. So uh, you know, we got XFL football. We're all over it, man. Like we had Jay Cornegay on, uh, the, the biggest uh, odds maker in America. He's on Marenzi Unfiltered. Uh, that'll be up uh, like Scotty Farrell's podcast is. Uh, check out uh, Sports Grid and Apple iTunes and all that stuff. Um, so uh, we break it down. So I got a ton of information as far as the uh, the XFL is concerned. We've already placed a bet. Uh, we're starting to move the numbers. I actually have word. I can tell you the biggest bet that's been made in Las Vegas on the XFL so far. And uh, Pharrell is still in the house uh, right now. He's going to get a laugh out of this. I can confirm that the the Superbook, which that's the, that's the big boy down there, $300. That's the largest bet they've taken. <laughs> they took a $300 future on the Tampa Bay Vipers, who incidentally, that's the team I told people to take. Although I'll tell you right now, I'm starting to buy into Los Angeles as well. You got three teams to beat, in my opinion, in this league. Dallas, Los Angeles, and uh, Tampa. And I'm all over Tampa. And uh, I bet this game at about 3 in the morning last night. I'm not even kidding. And I bet too much money on it, actually. I shouldn't have put it down, but it is what it is. I'm thinking about going to the game. It's a Sunday afternoon at MetLife. Babano's going to join us. You know, Babano's going to be all over this. Cam Stewart still in Vegas. Get on the grid. Game time decisions continues. Sports Grid. News update. Good evening, I'm George Kurtz, and this is your Sports Grid Update. In the NFL, the NFLPA and their reps are meeting to determine if the union will accept a 17-game schedule put forward by the owners. The worry is if they don't accept this, that possibly this season would go on with the same CBA as last season, and then it could be a work stoppage before the 21 season here. So the union and the reps are still debating if they will accept a 17-game schedule and take a revenue increase by the NFL along with less practice time, less time in pads during the offseason. Other news in the NFL, Jordan Reed is expected to be a cap casualty of the Washington Redskins. Jordan Reed missed all the 2019 season with a concussion. Des Bryant wants to return to the Dallas Cowboys. It's unknown if there's any mutual interest there. One would think that at the very least, Des would have to come in for a tryout to see if he can still play in the NFL. 
In the NBA, Leon Rose is expected to take over as president of basketball operations for the New York Knicks. And the NTSB has stated that engine failure is unlikely the cause of the crash that killed Kobe Bryant two Sundays ago. The NTSB also states, however, that the investigation is still ongoing. In Major League Baseball, Ron Renneke is expected to be named the manager of the, of the Boston Red Sox. He takes over Alex Cora, who was fired after the sign-stealing scandal. The trade between the Red Sox, Dodgers, and Twins is still on hold, as once again, the Red Sox want more in return due to the, to the medicals of Brasta Gratterall. They want either more from the, a top 10 project from the Twins or more from the Dodgers. The Twins have said no, they will not add to the deal. Jock Peterson lost his arbitration case today. He will make $7.75 million. That trade that would send him from the Dodgers to the Angels is also on hold until the Mookie Betts deal is figured out. Hunter Pence signed with the San Francisco Giants today. Jessica Mendoza no longer works for the New York Mets, and she will no longer be on Sunday Night Baseball for ESPN, but she does get a contract extension with ESPN. She'll work weekday games and be on SportsCenter. Kansas Morales retired today after a 13-year Major League Baseball career. He had 213 home runs and a lifetime 265 average. Chris Taylor signed a two-year extension with the Dodgers. This takes away some of his arbitration years. In the NHL. Frederick Anderson won't play goaltender for the Toronto Maple Leafs this weekend. He's dealing with a neck injury. Jack Campbell, recently acquired from the Los Angeles Kings, will start Friday and might start Saturday as well. Alexander Barkov will return for the Florida Panthers after missing two games with a lower body injury. Rasmus Dahlin, same thing for the Buffalo Sabres. In the NHL tonight, we have four games. Starting at 7 o'clock Eastern, Ducks play at the Maple Leafs. Sabres at the Rangers, Red Wings at the Blue Jackets at 7 o'clock, also Wild Stars at 8.30. I'm George Kurtz, and this has been your Sports Grid Update. Back to Game Time Decisions with Gabe Morenci. Well, thank you very much, uh, Kurtz. Uh, if we can, let's get uh, Babano uh, lined up uh, right now. Uh, Cam Stewart will check in from Vegas. Most likely, you never know. I mean, it is Las Vegas. I, I said to Cam, when are you going to be back? He's like, oh, yeah, we'll see you. Yeah, Cam's always complaining that he's broke and he's losing, but like he can't be losing that much. He's staying in Vegas for like uh, for like thirteen days or whatever the hell it's been. <laughs> Must be nice, but uh, no, no, let let him enjoy life a little bit. I gotta tell you, man, it's like a meat locker in here right now. I'm at the end of the show. I'm gonna end up looking like that uh, the dead dude on uh, Goodfellas, like uh, Frankie Carbone. Um, I'm going to be like Frankie Carbone. Took him uh, t- uh, took uh, two days for his body to thaw so he could do the autopsy. I actually think I could do the movie Goodfellas like word for word. Like if you like, I'd probably just, I need to be led on a little bit, but you know, it's on so much. I watched it the other night. Problem with Goodfellas on TV is it takes like five hours. And I once said, I think Casino, I like the movie Casino a lot. But I can't deny Goodfellas is the better movie, even though I like the uh, I like the Vegas and the sports betting angle and the truthfulness of uh, Casino. As the movie Casino is uh, pretty much bang on accurate to like the real life story of what happened there with uh, Tony Spilatro and uh, all those guys. It's crazy ass stuff. The real uh, that's some real betting, <laughs> some real betting. Babano he likes to bet. And uh, Babano is also aware that the uh, the X used to stand for uh, extreme. I don't think it does now. So I don't really know what it stands for now. Um, but we have the XFL. We got NHL hockey, NBA basketball, college basketball. Babano, what's up, Babano? Yeah, you'll get to see, uh, hear and see Cam in a half an hour, Gabe, if he hasn't forgotten what time it is. You're right. That's something that usually happens to Cam every time he's in Las Vegas, isn't it? 
And I'm sorry, but Ben, I know you hate it. And every time you come on, people comment on your hair and what's going on. But I see you're, um, you're honoring, you got the Patrick Mahomes look going on. Hey, eh? Patty Mahomes wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, all you got to do is die a little bit, but Ben, you got the Patrick Mahomes uh, do going on here. Yeah, you know what? It's a dead giveaway. Every time my hair looks a little bit mussed up, it's a, the time that I got my hair cut. You know? So that's always a giveaway. When Ian's got his hair cut, his uh, hair always looks a little bit different. It's not the uh, slick back look. I like it. I like it. Yeah, like I said, you look a couple of years younger. As, uh, you know, if I was your advisor, if I was your agent, uh, Ben, I would tell you to, uh, to, to keep the, uh, the Mahomes. Just don't dye it like blonde. Don't show up like next week like blonde, like Milan Lucic and those guys, and like uh, like Cal Kuzma. Doesn't work with anybody that look. Uh, but uh, all right, let's get down to business, Babano. Thanks for joining us. Um, so XFL football, we've been all over this uh, all week, and we're not done yet. I'm excited. I, I legitimately am looking forward to this. So the first game is at two o'clock, and you know what? I don't know what network. Let me tell you. We'll find out what network it's on because these games are all on major networks. Um, they're all on major networks, uh, but I don't know like which one at what time and stuff. So we'll, we'll let first people... game. Yeah, what do you got? First game is on AB. Yeah, the first game is on ABC tomorrow. Seattle and DC at two p.m. Eastern, and LA Houston is at five p.m. Eastern on Fox tomorrow. So the games are ABC and Fox tomorrow. I think the Sunday games are ABC and ESPN. Uh, ESPN has the late game, St. Louis Dallas. So I think that's your television schedule. Some uh, big time networks involved. And, it is. I mean, you got to give them credit. They got the good television contracts in place. Yeah, and um, there's going to be um, the real broadcasters, et cetera. It's not, you know I mean? They're taking it seriously. The networks are taking it seriously. The networks want it to work. And I was reading the interview with the head of ESPN, and uh, he said they have a lot of cool things that the NFL, like, said no to, essentially. <laughs> like, you know, like ESPN was like, you know, it'd be cool if we did this. Basically, they were saying... Like, um, like in-game interviews. Like they said, you know, like ESPN said, you know, it's kind of boring just speaking to the coach, like, for a second. So in the XFL, they're actually going to interview the coach. Like, uh, you know, like, hey, coach, after right after a touchdown, they're going to interview the players uh, more. Everything's going to be mic'd up. I believe, and I don't know every network, because there is going to be some F-bombs dropped, but um, we're going to get, like, the halftime stuff, too, Babana, which is pretty cool. Like, basically, they want it to be all access. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to hear the replay, why, like, they're doing what they're doing, the decision. Um, they want to have, like, the, the locker rooms mic'd up. They want, like, sort of full access. And they, they're going to have sky cams. Like, they're going all out. Like, from a television production, it's kind of cool because the networks are looking at it. Like, we're going to try to, like, you know, do innovative things that maybe the NFL will want to do in the future. Basically, they said they're trying to change the industry a little bit and, you know, bring it to up to speed into the future. But viewers don't like change. You know, even me, sometimes they have a new camera angle during an NBA game and we panic, right? So uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll get Babano's thoughts on the XFL week one and tonight's card. XFL football kicks off. Get on the grid. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. 
located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day. Here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. putting in a uh, Reggie Jackson uh, prop. And I ain't talking about the baseball player. Detroit Pistons, Oklahoma City Thunder. We'll get into a couple NBA props a little bit uh, later on. We're going to be here all night with you, actually. Not that we're not like ever, but you know what I mean? <laughs> we really are. Uh, you've got that's uh, the Marenzi takeover. We're going to be with you until 11 o'clock uh, this evening. Uh, so yeah, we step up right now, and then we're going to go right all, all the way through with in-game live. Scott Wetzel's going to step up and in in studio. Carver High's going to be back in an hour. Uh, we'll have some fun uh, tonight breaking down the games. I'll step out for a minute or two every now and then uh, just because I might freeze to death. Uh, so it's amazing, this studio. It's either like like freezing cold or like like a sauna. There's, there's no in-between here. Um David Letterman famously liked it uh, ice cold, like to keep people alert. <laughs> like, like basically, it does. Like it keeps you. Uh, uh, but there's there's like cold, and it's like cold. I you know we've seen it before. Remember we we showed you guys like two couple of months ago. It got so cold in here. There was like frost and snow. Snow literally developed on the glass in here. It got that freaking cold. Uh, remember, I had to put the jacket on. I wore like a ski jacket once. Uh, it looked like a ski show. Um, yeah, we bet on skiing before. I know Babano's bet on skiing during the Olympics. Babano. All right, let's get down to business, Babano. Let's start off with the XFL. We'll get into everything else. So, XFL football, the first game up. A um, lot of hype about the DDC defenders coming into this football game. They've got Pep Hamilton as their head coach. Pep Hamilton, um, you know, was with Andrew Luck at Stanford and was with, he's a Harbaugh guy. He was with Harbaugh at Stanford. Then when Harbaugh went to the Colts, he went to the Colts as Harbaugh's, as, uh, as excuse me, when Luck went to the Colts, he went to the Colts as like uh, Luck's guy. And then he went back with Harbaugh at Michigan. He's been, sort of been bouncing around. Now he's running the D.C. defenders. Offensive-minded guy, and Cardell Jones is the quarterback. Uh, former Seattle Seahawks uh, great Jim Zorn is the, is the uh, former Seahawks quarterback, is the head coach of the Dragons. The Dragons have been deemed a battle to be the worst team in the league. The season hasn't started yet, but if you look at people's power rankings, and I've spoken to a lot of people, like odds makers even, and even Jim Zorn said, yeah, we don't, like, our team, like, is kind of smaller and not as fast as some other teams. Well, I don't know why they drafted these guys then, but word on the street is they could be the worst team in the league. Are you betting this game? Washington, uh, D.C., I should say, D.C. defenders, they look like they are the better roster on paper. Everything I've read points to that same thing. But you're not going to see me laying seven and a half, eight in week one of a new season when there's such a big aura, Gabe, of unknown with so many of these teams. All you can go by is your opinion of the rosters, opinion of the coaches, what you've read in training camps, what you've read in scrimmages, looking at the depth charts. And that's what you're going on. You know, you've still got to see these teams in action in a game situation. And I think D.C. can win the game. I, I like certainly Cardale Jones and the prospects. They seem to like him. They seem to He seems to have done well in training camps and scrimmage situations. But again, can he put it together on the field? D.C. appears to be the much better defensive team on paper in terms of the roster. Seattle, Brandon Silvers, a guy that played in the Alliance Football League out of Troy, uh, was decent in that league. He was erratic, though. Accuracy sometimes was an issue with him. 
I think DC wins. I'm just not comfortable laying the points. I do think the over's a bet that's worth looking at. We do have totals. And these totals opened in the early 40s in a lot of these games in Vegas earlier this week. And they're already in the 50s across the board, current totals for these four XFL games. But you look at Seattle. Offensively, I think with Silvers, they'll be able to move the ball. And DC, not a lot of people will have researched this or read it. They had their defensive coordinator resign basically a couple of weeks before the season began to spend time with his family. So they had to quickly find a new DC. There could be a little tweak in the way the scheme is going to be on that side of the ball and a new coordinator that close to the season. You can't necessarily look at that as a good thing for the defenders uh, going into this game. So, And I like their offense against Seattle's defense. I think Seattle's defense on paper from everything I've seen, Gabe, they could be one of the weaker defenses in this league. So I like the over. I lean to DC, but I'm just going to stick to the total. Uh, FanDuel does not have totals posted uh, yet. They've got the defenders minus seven and a half. Um, there are totals out there, and it seems to be a consensus in the 49 and a half range uh, for the first game up. And I agree. Well, you know, Babano, it's very risky laying uh, big-time points because of perception. Nobody's seen these teams play. You know, the odds makers haven't seen the teams play. Nobody has seen these teams play. So yeah, exactly. it's it's by yep. roster, it's by perception, it's by coaching. It's like you know, I spoke with Jay Cornegay about this, about the angles, and it was pretty much everything we just stated. There was no see, like he told me, there's no secret science to it. He said, you know, we go through the players, we go through the coaches, we go through the quarterbacks, uh, we go through the you know the organization, etc. And you know, and and reputation, and sort of what the marketplace is going to bear. And that's why Bob Stoops is favored, right? He's the most famous guy in the league. Oh, Bob Stoops. So Bob Stoops is favored to win the win the championship. It's a risky game, this one. I would lean with the under. I, I think these new leagues, guys, like the Alliance League, it was like three and one of the under in week one. I think it was three and one of the under in week two. Week three, it sort of two and two, and it started to go to the over. But it took about a month. Defense usually ahead of offense with Bano, right? But it's a new league. I don't know, man. You need one foot in bounds. I mean, there's like no fair catches. Like, who, I, I don't know. Nobody knows. That's what's fascinating about this. Now, the next game I am very interested in, and it's your guy here, June Jones. And like I said, Babano, yep. I expect June Jones to do a good job with Houston and then quit with like two weeks left in the season because <laughs> this guy never finishes anything anywhere he goes. <laughs> Every place he's been, he pretty much leaves. He doesn't even get fired. He leaves. So... You know, we'll see if we can get through a 10-game season. This is one that uh, I'm a little bit – I, I want to step up. The deal is it sucks that we have to be concerned with an injury already, Babano, but Josh Johnson, the quarterback of Los Angeles, he'll be the best quarterback in this league. Like, he's good, this guy. You know, he's he's been around forever. Speaking of Harbaugh, he's a Harbaugh guy in San Diego. Harbaugh's first job, San Diego Toreros. And if you know, like Babano, he has been a backup in the NFL. Remember, he's, he's started some games in the last couple of years in the NFL. He's good. And I think he can light this league up, actually. But he's a game, he's questionable for this football game. And there's a big downgrade uh, after. But I'm really tempted by the uh, the Wildcats plus a six and a half here. I think June's is, Jones is, uh, June Jones' system, Babano, takes a couple of weeks to really pick up. And I don't think Phillip Walker's a great quarterback. His quarterback out of Temple I really want to take the Wildcats plus a six and a half here, but I need to know about the QB. Yeah, I'm on Houston. I, I like I'm laying the points here with the uh, Roughnecks. I like this team. I bet them futures. This is the one team I bet from a future standpoint to win the championship. Is this like a homer bias? You're, you're June Jones. Like, no, uh, no, uh, yeah. no. 
Not a homer bias because this is a run-and-shoot offense that's very difficult in week one to prepare for and scheme against defensively. And from what I've read from Los Angeles, this is going to be a good defense in time, but a lot of the starters that are that are going to be in the on the field playing on that defense game in this game were late arriving to training camp and only got a few uh, practices and, and scrimmages under their belt. So you're, I'm really worried about cohesion and getting the defensive scheme down pat and getting ready to play a complex uh, offense in your very first game of the season. P.J. Walker, the Raven, about the guy. I have some concerns about him too, but the Raven about the kid and, and the way he's taken to this offense. And they say the offense fits him very well because he's going to have to make short to intermediate throws. P.J. Walker ain't a good deep ball thrower. We've seen enough of him to know that. But he's a good short to intermediate thrower. That's what the June Jones offense is. I saw it up close and personal here in Hamilton in the CFL. Short to intermediate throws. Let the receiver make plays in space. That's what it's going to be all about. And Sammy Coates is a great receiver. I think he's going to rip it up for Houston. It's a really good receiver. He got some time with Pittsburgh, played at Auburn in college. He'll do well. The L.A. defense has also got a couple of guys that are questionable for this game. So I think it's, it sets up well. And you brought up Josh Johnson. You know, may not even play. Thigh injury will be a game-time decision. So you're looking at Chad Kanoff or Jalen McClendon. It looks like it could be McClendon uh, that they go with as their starting quarterback here. Winston Moss, you know, has, has coached in a couple of years. And June Jones and Mark Tressman, the two guys that coached in the CFL the last few years, they have a distinct advantage in this league because they're used to the shorter play clock. CFL has one. XFL has one. There's more similarities to the rules from the CFL to the XFL. They're, I think they're going to be able to just mesh into this league much easier than, say, a Winston Moss might. Again, the number's not a bargain, but I laid the six with Houston. I also think this is going to be the team that scores the most points in week one, Houston. So I also like the over in this game as well. All right, Papano's all in on the uh, the Houston Roughnecks uh, in this football game. I, I, you know, you're right about the injuries with Los Angeles, and that is a concern. And it's not just the quarterback. They seem to be pretty banged up. And uh, Dallas has – we'll get to Dallas too – they seem to be kind of banged up and, and definitely a concern. I just think that run and shoot, but Ben, it also takes a little while to get into a rhythm there. If if they don't have Josh Johnson, though, that's a massive drop-off at the quarterback position uh, for Los Angeles. They have a good running back, L.A., too, though, actually. Um, so they're getting six and a half. This is the one that's there's been a little line movement in this game. Like, it was six and a half, and it went down to five and a half, and it's been bet back up to six and a half. <laughs> And I'm going to be honest, Ben, I expected, I expected kind of crazy line movement with this stuff. Like the Arena League, there was always like wild line movement. Like it would come out at 7, then it would be 13, we'd back down to 9, it would be all over the place. There really hasn't been much. Like there's been a half point here, half point there. But I do agree with your assessment as far as the coaches. And I've been talking about that all week as well. Uh, you know, Tressman and Joan, June Jones, you know, not just the CFL thing, and even June Jones has a big advantage too, Babano. Running a college program, like it's different. Like if you're Kevin Gilbride, you're an old dude, you never, you know, you're not a head coach, you're an offensive coordinator, you know, you dropped it here back into football. And I just don't see it. Or Jim Zorn, you know what I mean? He gets hired because of his name. Trustman could put together an organization quick. It's a good point as far as knowing the rules, uh, adapting, not being thrown off by it, um, you know, getting creative with it quickly. And he's just a smart guy. And plus, they're a loaded roster, actually, Tampa. So it leads us into the Tampa game. This is the one where there's been line movement. And I'm glad because I started this. I was I bet this last night. And I, I said, you know what? It's at two points right now. I don't think it's going to stay at two. I think Tampa's the better football team than the Guardians are. 
at least in my opinion. Um, weather's a little bit of a factor. We'll hit this on the other side with of uh, uh, other side with Babano. Cam Stewart's going to join us as well. And we'll just keep Babano on when Cam calls. Uh, we can talk pucks. We'll get Babano's take. Vipers, Guardians, MetLife, Sunday afternoon. Vipers, now three-point favorites. Get on the grid. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Thank you very much, gang. In game live. Coming up, seven o'clock uh, tonight. We'll be with you all night. Uh, we'll definitely get into. It. I just heard that promo with Carver. Look forward to uh, kicking it with Carver uh, tonight. Uh, we'll see about the Milwaukee Bucks actually, and I have my concerns about the Bucks in the postseason as well. Although the Bucks do seem to be better this year than last year, even, and that's saying something. They're a dangerous ass team. Uh, got the cover last night, barely, only because Ben Simmons actually missed a couple of free throws late. Um, I think our Yale pick is sucking right now. God, I hate the Ivy League. All right, let's 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 get through this XFL stuff. And uh, you know what? After we get through the XFL, guys, if you can, Yang, just call Cam a couple of minutes early. We'll get Cam on here with Vano, and uh, we'll get this going uh, for tonight's card. Uh, but the te- Tampa Bay Vipers. Uh, but Bano, this is the game I bet, and you know, we have Jay Cornegay on Marenzi unfiltered. I think it might be posted whenever it's going to be up. But uh, Jay Cornegay, you know, the, the biggest odds maker in America. It's funny, you know, but Ben, he told I said, so what's the action like down there in Vegas? He said, you know what? You, I said, he said, you know what our biggest bet is, and uh, I said, how much? He said, three hundred dollars. <laughs> Somebody bet a three hundred dollar future. That's the biggest play. I put one fifty on a game last night. And I thought my 150 would move the number. It didn't immediately, but it did eventually move. Um, the Tampa Bay Vipers, I got them at minus two uh, last night. I thought it was going to go up to two and a half uh, slash three. I thought there'd be some movement on it. It's getting up to three right now. The Vipers are somewhat of a trendy team in the betting world, uh, Corny Gay stated. It's funny because that's the team I picked to win it all. I did a video earlier in the week, and... He said, yeah, a couple of guys have come in and bet Viper futures here. One guy dropped 300. That's the biggest bet they've taken so far on an XFL future. I do like the makeup of this Viper team, but Antonio Callaway's not going to be playing on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, this is the other coach, Mark Tressman, for CFL the last few years. And I think it's it's it makes it easier for a team with a guy like Mark Tressman as a coach to gel and get ready for week one. He's a detail-oriented person. He's usually very regimented in that way. I like Aaron Murray at the quarterback spot. And Aaron Murray, by the way, is a guy that played in the Alliance as well. And I like that. He's kept himself, you know, in the pro football realm, if you will, getting snaps. And I think that helps. Davion Smith and Quinton Flowers is a guy to watch out for. He's quarterback turned running back now for this Tampa Bay team. I think Tressman's going to use him a lot. Like Tressman's a short to intermediate thrower guy. Watch Flowers get the ball in the open field, and he's got great athleticism and speed to take advantage of that. I think Tampa Bay's going to, and with the league and the rules the way they are, that fits a guy like Tressman, who's a pretty good offensive-minded guy. 
I think as much as we have a bet on team versus a potential bet against you with New York, I think we got a bet on coach versus a bet against coach. I'm not a Kelvin, Kevin Gilbride guy. I'm just not. Uh, this guy's the head coach of the Guardians. He was the Giants OC years ago with Manning and Coughlin there years ago. They never had a great offense. He's not an innovative, creative mind as much offensively, methodical, plotting type of offense. Matt McGloin is a ham and egger type of quarterback. You know, he's okay. He's not great. Perez, Luis Perez and Marquise Williams are backing him up. Uh, the defense, I think, is going to be a little bit challenged as well in this matchup. And it's worth noting, Mark Tressman's been coaching in the NFL and CFL combined in some capacity in pro football for the last 15 to 20 years consecutively. Kevin Gilbride's been out of coaching since 2013. More than I've been Tressman was like the coordinator in San Francisco in 1982, bro. <laughs> like, he's been yeah, around I mean, like literally 40-plus yeah. years, Babano. Yeah, when I say 15 to 20 years consecutively, I'm just talking head coaching. But you're right. Beyond that, absolutely, as, as play caller, quarterback, coach, you name it, Gilbride's been out of pro football for seven years. Yeah, and now he's going to run a football team. Exactly. Now he's head coach here in New York. I think that's a distinct advantage. The funny thing is you would think Tampa Bay's taking the money. Circus Sports and some Vegas books opened this game Tampa minus five game, believe wow. it or not, early in the week. And there was some New York money coming in all week long early in the week in, in uh, Vegas. That's what bumped this game down to two and a half, three. But I'm with well, you. Each odds maker, three, I like the Vipers here, and I think they win. Each odds maker, and Cornegate told me this, he said that he's seeing different numbers, actually. There's no set, like the NFL, there's like a set sort of computer model, Babano, that they all use. You know what I mean? There's no set computer model for this. They really are on their own. And, you know, they really are on their own, these odds makers. So they're throwing stuff out there. Um, you know, one book threw out totals. at Every game they made 44. You know, they were off by a touchdown of what everyone else did. I, I'm sure they, they quickly adjusted after. They don't know. It's very reminiscent for me, Babano, of the Arena League. They used to just sort of throw it out there, and then the betters would bet it, and then their odds makers would realize, oh, man, we got it wrong. Um, all right, so we're in agreement on the Vipers, and the weather should be fine, actually. It's not going to be raining. It's not too cold because it's a little nasty. Not nasty here, but rainy, dark, you know, gray. Um, I, you know, it's not like they're going to have a big home field advantage here. I don't know how many people are actually going to be at the game. And then finally, we have the last game, uh, Dallas, um, well, one of the big favorite to win it all, Bob Stoops. A former Oklahoma Sooner head coach, of course, is the head coach of Dallas. They're playing in a real cool stadium. They're playing where the Texas Rangers just moved out of. And they converted into a football only. Like, they made it like the Dallas football team's, uh, the Renegades uh, team stadium, Globe uh, Globe Life, whatever it's called. Yep. Yep. So, um, yep. nice stadium they're playing in. They got Bob Stoops, and they have uh, Oklahoma Sooner quarterback Landry Jones. So, in other words, Sooner Lisa has a favorite team. Um um, sooner Lisa has a favorite team and we'll bring Cam Stewart in here right now um, but uh, hold on just one second Cam but yeah Babano so Landry Jones though doesn't look like he's playing in this football game I think he's going to play in week two but he doesn't look like he's going to play Philip Nelson Minnesota Golden Gopher a kid that transferred he's at ECU but yeah, he's remembered for being a Golden Gopher looks like he's going to get the call here yeah, this is, this is a fascinating game because, to me, Dallas comes in clearly into this new league, this new season, as the most overvalued, overhyped team of them all. Because of Bob Stoops, the head coach, Landry Jones, the quarterback, reuniting them from their Oklahoma days, that's getting all the publicity and the mention. Uh, but you're right, Landry Jones is out. 
Uh, he's not playing in this game, and it is Philip Nelson that's going to be the quarterback. St. Louis might have the most sketchy offense coming into this season, and that's my concern here with St. Louis uh, in this game. But their defense from everything, all the consensus reports, people that have been around the training camp, seeing the team's pra- team practice, this could be one of the better defenses in the league, especially early in the season when you don't have film to watch them. The Battle Hawks apparently have uh, incredible size. They're a tall, lengthy defense. They are a team with great speed to cover down the field one-on-one. And their defense apparently was dominant in training camp. And Dallas's offense with how mummy the OC stoops, Jones when he's healthy, that's going to be one of the best offenses, I think, in this league. But without Jones, with this defense they haven't seen, and I think they're a good deal overvalued, at least here in week one. If I can get a little something from St. Louis's offense here in this game, Jordan Tamu's they're going to be their quarterback out of Ole Miss. He's been very inconsistent up and down, but everybody's raving about this defense, and I'm in no rush with this overhyped team, Dallas, to be laying nine and a half. So this is the one underdog I kind of like on this card this weekend, Gabe. Uh, St. Louis plus nine and a half. I think they, they can hang around here. But Bano says uh, take the Battle Hawks. The raging redhead Cam Stewart steps up and in from... Sin City, Nevada. What's up, Cam? <laughs> What's happening, Gabe? Yeah, I'm in the parking lot uh, at the Tap House. Uh, great, great, great chicken wings and pizza. It was funny. I was actually watching the ESPN, uh, the gambling show that was on on the TV there. And uh, basically, yeah, they're talking about Dallas. What is it? Over, under, win, seven and a half. There's a league that comes in there. You don't really know what the hell what the hell's going to happen here. And they're like the most hyped team. So i got to defer to Babano. If he says, uh, you know, take the points, I'm probably going to take the points. Hockey tonight, Gabe, there's too much chalk uh, in the air. All big favorites going down, the Leafs and Ducks. And I was hoping uh, maybe we ride the Raptors one more time. It's a circled game here, minus one. But how do you get off this streak? they uh, just got to basically beat the Pacers, and I think they can do that. College basketball, I was looking at St. Peter's and uh, the over in the Canisius game. That's what I was looking at right now. I asked Blessing about Quinnipiac, but I remember the last time he gave me a pick Buffalo at lost. Yeah, yeah, Blessing's just going to give you a Buffalo area team, <laughs> like Canisius, Quinnipiac. As far as the Raptors are concerned, um, listen, they're riding a 12-game win streak. They're getting a point right now in this game. And, I, you know, Indiana play these guys tough. And they just played the other night. Of course, the Raptors went on a 12 nothing uh, run to win the basketball game. And the game, they win by a point um, or 11 nothing run, and now they've won 12 in a row. And I, there's that thought process, wow, the Pacers are getting them tonight. But I'm not betting against a team that's won 12 in a row, and I'm getting a point. I don't know. You know, the Raptors just need to win this game or lose by a point, and we get a push. I'm going with the Raptors here, Cam. No, I got to do the same, Gabe. I'll be betting the Raptors. It's funny. Uh, you know, you get to learn a lot from your ticket taker in Vegas, too. It's interesting, Gabe. But you think about this. They actually know who the good gamblers and the crap gamblers are, right? Because they see people make picks all day. I saddle up. I talked to this kid, and he looked pretty sharp in the NCAA last night. Guy gives me three picks. I go, you know what? I'm going to ride your picks and parlay them. It hits. $20 parlay hit for a buck forty. all on the kid's picks. UConn came back. Uh, they won outright against Tulsa. It was a pretty good night. Marenzi and those hockey dogs. Detroit uh, got it hockey. done. Uh, yeah, plus one eighty five. These these pooches came out to play. New Jersey won five to nothing. I can't believe I didn't get the over. How does Philadelphia get no goals and New Jersey wins five to nothing? Gabe, I'm looking for something tonight on the ice. It's going to be really hard to find. So probably a parlay. And I hate to say it, your your Yang's Rangers 
are playing the Sabres tonight. The Sabres are de- a dead team walking. Are they going to tap out? Or are they going to be happy to get out of Buffalo? We watched that game. They were booed off the ice repeatedly by the fans. They've had call-ins to the radio station saying, fire Pagula. It's a train wreck there. So, it'll lay the Rangers in regulation, buddy. All right, hang in there, Cam. Have a battle. We'll get Bano's thoughts on the NHL on the other side as well. We have the Ducks and the Leafs tonight. Man, the Leafs are big favorites. Minus 270. Sabres, Rangers, that MSG. Huge. Uh, blue shirts laying a buck 70 in this game. Uh, that price might be a little light, actually. Get on the grid. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. All right, get on the grid. Game time decisions continues. All right, we got Cam Stewart in Las Vegas at Nevada. Babano uh, holding it down right now. Let's jump uh, right in. Let's blast through the games. So, Babano, this means you. No soliloquies. Don't tell us Anaheim's in California and who their coach is. If you got a pick, say it. If not, stand pat. We move forward. Uh, Anaheim at Toronto, Cam. Your Maple Leafs are minus 270. The Leafs suck as big favorites, all right? You can't trust these guys. They yeah. lost her this week, even against Florida. It never ends with these guys. Um, but the Ducks aren't winning this game. I'm not laying minus 270. It's a puck and a half. Babano, uh, pass or take? Puck line for me on Toronto. I'm laying the puck and a half uh, with Campbell making his debut. They're happy. They're excited. Anaheim's on the second night of back-to-back on the road after losing to Montreal. This is a Leaf spot. I'm on him, win or lose. Got to take them in this spot. Cam, what's Visine Vince saying about uh, about this game? <laughs> he hasn't texted me yet, Gabe, but <clears throat> Babano's right. That was a great move for the Leafs, picking up Campbell from the Kings. They needed a goaltender. I think he's better than people think. Clifford will be a nice addition, too. They needed to get tougher. There's too many snowflakes on that team. I think Campbell plays well in front of the hometown crowd. I'm with Babano. Minus one and a half. Leafs, if you like them in red, put them in a parlay, but I like a minus one and a half, too. They beat Anaheim by two or three goals tonight. Well, the Buffalo Sabres and the New York Rangers. Uh, the Buffalo Sabres, like you said, Cam, things are getting ugly in Buffalo right now. Uglier than a porta potty at Ralph Wilson Stadium on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> it's ugly. That's ugly. That's ugly. <laughs> that's, that's things that's that things really are getting ugly. ugly in Buffalo. That's a good no, one. Huh? Uglier than a porta potty in the parking lot of Ralph Wilson Stadium. <laughs> uh, it's, it's crazy game. Can't trust Nevada, the Rangers, Nevada, but I think the Rangers like, roll them tonight. It's no. a Ranger party here tonight. Maybe I'm buying in by all the jerseys. Rangers roll them tonight. I like the over in this game, too. I'll put the Rangers, if you want to connect it to the Leafs in a parlay. Um, you know, the other game's way too much juice. But I'll tell you this, Gabe, you're right. WGR is blowing up. They want the Pagula's heads. This team's gutless. Uh, guys on the team not trying. So, you know, Buffalo, it might be good for them to get out of town. But i got to believe the Rangers, Panarin and that team, bring it every night. Give me the over. I think the Rangers get five themselves. Rangers five, Buffalo two. Rangers get it done over the Sabres. All right, we got the Detroit Red Wings, uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, another monster price. Blue Jackets minus 340, Red Wings uh, plus 280, total is five and a half. Minnesota Wild and um, 
I believe uh, Carver High was mentioned in the Minnesota Wild as a potential live dog tonight at plus uh, 170 in the Lone Star State against the Dallas Stars. Total five and a half there. Arizona and uh, Boston is an early afternoon game uh, tomorrow. And, of course, full slate of Saturday hockey. But what about the later games tonight, uh, guys? Babano, I'll throw it to you first. What do you got in the NHL tonight? Yeah, I do like that uh, Sabre Ranger over. Uh, if you're going to bet anybody to score on Buffalo, only bet Eichel and Reinhardt. Those are the only two guys showing up for them most nights. But I do think there's goals there. Passing on Detroit-Columbus is just too big of a price. Uh, Minnesota-Dallas, I'm actually – you know what? Minnesota might be a live dog tonight because every time I bet against them, they win. And I am betting against them tonight. I'm on Dallas on the puck line here. They got bombed by Minnesota, 7 to nothing in Minnesota right before the All-Star break. Minnesota's only 1-4 on the second night of back-to-back games, which they're in tonight. I think Dallas maybe jumps on them uh, and wins going away. So I like the Stars on the puck line. All right, Stars uh, Stars puck line. Cam? Wow, Babano's, yeah, Babano's throwing it down. I, you, I, I usually want to disagree, Gabe, but it's going to be a chalk parlay tonight. Uh, Vancouver was uh, basically on the plane again in that game against uh, uh, Minnesota there. It's a different uh, situation tonight. Dallas is in a revenge spot, too. You parlay them with the Rangers and the Leafs. I think we, get, we can turn big, big favorites into a plus. And with Babano, if you like it, take them in regulation as well. I hate to say it, Gabe. It's a chalk night in hockey. The dogs were barking last night, but... You can the actually the one dog that I actually think might pull pull up off a miracle. Detroit's like plus three hundred against Columbus. That's my favorite dog of the night. I think uh, Columbus shouldn't be that kind of favorite, but they're not probably not going to lose either. It's uh, it's a crazy crazy night. You got to do parlays, Marantz. Bad numbers. All right, NBA, college basketball, Lebanon. You laying anything down tonight? Uh, Canisius plus seven and a half against Ryder, just because Ryder can't be trusted laying that points. And I like Illinois against Maryland. I've been riding Illinois a bunch, and at Maryland on the road ain't Maryland at home. I think Brad Underwood's team is playing great, and they'll get the win at home on their home court. NBA, um, I'm worried about the Raptors tonight. They got the franchise record winning streak, uh, and you worry that they exhale a little bit, and Indiana's chomping at the bit after blowing that lead and losing by one the other night. It's an Indiana spot, so I don't love it, but I lean Pacers. I like Dallas to beat Washington, and I like Memphis, plus points against the Sixers. I'm going to dare the Sixers to be anything other than gutless right now. Yeah, things are getting bad for the Philadelphia 76ers. They are back home. Their real struggles, of course, are on uh, on the road. Um, Cam, what are you going to be betting uh, tonight? What's the plan uh, tonight? Foreigner cover band, journey cover band, uh, blackjack, maybe some popcorn shrimp. Um, what, what are you playing? What's the plan tonight, uh, Friday night? That's a good one, Marantz. Yeah, I'm going to go hit the felt first. Uh, I went over to uh, Palace Station today. Another slow grind. I won $120 playing blackjack. Lost my first three hands, won seven in a row, and really pressed. Funny, I had deja vu playing with a couple from Wisconsin. Very nice people. The guy was on fire, too, man. He wasn't uh, your typical player. This guy was just kicking ass. $100 a hand. He got on a Tootsie Roll. I'm going to hit the felt. Going to hit the sports book. Maybe some late pony action, Gabe, and... Uh, yeah, we might head to the Rampart or uh, Red Rock tonight, too. We'll see how the lady feels for some cocktails there. Going to take it up a notch, a little classier joint than the Sun Coast. The Raging Redhead Cam Stewart in Las Vegas. Uh, we'll see if he ever gets back uh, to the East Coast. Yes. Babano. Uh, good stuff, yeah. uh, Babano. Always a pleasure. So um, may the winners be yours, uh, Babano, and uh, stay safe, Cam Stewart. Oh, you got it, Dave. Good luck to you go. and uh, the listeners tonight. All right, uh, Cam. Yeah, you too, Cam. Take care. Uh, We've got Kevin Burkhart, Greg Olson, 
Steve Levy, Greg McElroy, Joel Klatt, and Kurt Menefee. Those are your XFL play-by-play broadcasters this weekend. Like I said, so all, all big-time broadcasters. Yep. Yeah, they're bringing no, their You know, Greg Olson, like, you know, talking about Greg Olson meets with a team. Dude, you're a broadcaster now. Everyone knows it. You're on TV every week. Get, get it over with and just become a broadcaster. You got the gig. It's not, you know, every player thinks oh, I become a broadcaster. There's only so many microphones to go around, uh, Greg Olson. If I'm you, I would jump on this spot now as opposed to like signing with the Bills or something for a year and the Patriots or whatever. Now, the funny thing, the funny thing is, Gabe, Gus Johnson was going to be with Joel Klatt for these games, but it c- conflicts with his college basketball schedule too much. So that's why Kurt Menefee's sliding in instead. Oh, that's too bad. Imagine Gus Johnson doing some uh, XFL. Oh my goodness! The Houston Roughnecks! Oh my! Can you believe it? Touchdown, Connor he Cook! Fired up for like at the moment. He would have jacked you up. You said it, Brad. That guy would blow. <laughs> blow right, last night, Bill Walton. No, that guy. And we've all yeah. used we've all used the Trojan the Trojan reference many times. <laughs> Especially when it's the Trojans <laughs> playing the Beavers. But uh, last night, Bill Walton <laughs> dropped. He said, come on, USC. You have to play some defense. Trojan is all about protection. And uh, Pat says, <laughs> was like, Pat even said, come on, Bill. <laughs> and uh, he's like, it's true. Trojan stands for protection. <laughs> like, Bill Walton just doesn't give an F anymore. Like, he doesn't. I'm waiting for Bill Walton to light a spliff up on the air. He's going to do it. That's the next he's, day. Like, That's the next on his day. way out, he's going to go, it's been a marvelous ride. Poof. He's going to light it. Poof. It's been a marvelous I love basketball, and I love the Conference of Champions. Good night, everybody. Remember, he's going to walk away off the boat smoking, blowing it in the air. If you'll remember, guys, he was actually awesome. making sense when he was on NBC. He did NBA games on NBC in the 90s. He oh, actually made sense back then. The best is now I remember when they legalized weed in the state of Washington, they were they were literally in Washington like two weeks after or something. So Dave Patch goes, so Bill, um, uh, did you partake in any of the local fairs today? And uh, Bill, without missing a beat, <laughs> of course I did. And <laughs> he jumped in. He goes, I, I, he goes, I partake wherever it's legal, Dave. <laughs> legal. <laughs> He's the only one who can get away with that on ESPN. Like, talking about weed and getting high. Like, talked about doing mushrooms the other night in the middle of a college basketball game. But once I was so awesome. out of it, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, all right, guys. So, uh, yeah. stay safe, Cam. Babana, it was for yours. Yeah, Thanks, have a good one. Have a good night, everybody. Good luck. Okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't have time to argue and mock uh, and say to Babana, but I hate that low-hanging fruit. About, you know, oh, they played early. That's a Wetzel take. I was, that's something I get from Wetzel a little bit later on about how the Raptors, the Raptors are on a 12 game win streak, so they might ease up tonight. What kind of take is that? Wouldn't they have eased up after, I don't know, the six game win streak? The seven games? The eight games? Like, is there a magic number? I, you, uh, God bless you, handicapper dudes, man. You all are like psychiatrists. You're all like Freud. You know what I mean? You all know everything. You're in the head. These guys aren't like you. Maybe you would let up. <laughs> like, that's what makes professional athletes. They like winning. If they lose tonight, it isn't because they let up. They lose because they lose the game when it's a close game. And listen, I totally understand the case. Uh, I understand the case for the, um, for the Pacers here. 
But how about the fact? How about the case that the defending champions uh, in the NBA are on a 12-game win streak and are as healthy as they have been all year, and they're underdogs? You want to, you want to, you know, as Steve Merrill says, you want to get in front of a falling knife. If I drop a knife off the Empire State Building, you're gonna try to catch it. You bozos probably will. You'll you'll go to FanDuel and bet it. Oh, I'll catch it. You'll play it in a parlay. <laughs> I know you would, gang. You catch, you try to catch falling knives all the time. That's why your hands. You got all those scars, gang. <laughs> That's what I do, buddy. Got to wear gloves. Take one for the team. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, it's like it's like well, again, Wetzel's gonna be us in a couple of minutes. Like the Wetzel logic. Wow, they've won 12 in a row, and I know, yeah, but I'm going to. Um, I look forward to Wetzel's picks. Our picks right now. We're taking the Raptors. Give me Reggie Jackson tonight. Three home runs for Reggie Jackson on three pitches. No, give me Reggie Jackson over 19 and a half points scored. He's the only one that's going to score for the Pistons. Over five and a half assists. Yes, Raptors win. NHL, Rangers win blue shirts. We're back in three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> 